Darling, it's the Shine Life Podcast. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Oh, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shine Life is is a little more abstract than usual. Okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Maybe he has. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Yes, yes, yes. Not too bad, not too bad. Um, now, this episode, as so many episodes seem to have been this year, this episode is about Yeti Uncle John. Yes, as we all know, Yeti Uncle John is due out from shame jail any day now. Um, but, uh, well... Something has come up which uh, I don't know that we'll talk to Yeti Uncle John about this. Uh, well, not directly. It's a matter of dealing with this in a way that uh, makes him think that he's done something to benefit himself. Now, you're probably wondering what I mean. I think it's best if I run the theme music and when we come back... I'll explain what's been going on. Okay, run that theme music. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Bob Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, he's shy like Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy and bright. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Hello again, listeners. Uh, yeah, so, Yeti Uncle John. I'm just wary that we need to be careful because uh, Yeti Uncle John's time in shame jail is coming to a close. I don't want to cause any uh, ruckus, any sort of uh, bad behaviour on his part. Um, so close to him being set free. We want to begin 2022 in a positive way, but what I'm talking about is this biography or autobiography or or, or whatever it is, this history of the Charlotte podcast book um, that Yeti Uncle John has been working on. He's been writing it um, in Shame Jail. We haven't seen any of it. We haven't heard any 
you know, snippets of it. He's not shared anything with us. Until now. Yeah, until now. Um, I, I guess it's best if I explain um, what occurred um, if we have a little flashback to a day or two ago. Uh, I was just in the flat, just doing some, some work, just, uh, you know, editing something or, uh, you know, getting ready to be sat on by Dealey, um, should he come by, um, when Martin arrives with a little surprise for me. Have a listen to this. I've got something to share with you. Oh, oh Martin, hi. I, I didn't see you standing there. Uh, sorry, I'm so, so engrossed in editing um, uh, the latest Charlotte podcast episode. Sorry, what was it you, you, you were saying? You, you've been to Lidl's, have you? Have you brought me a Danish pastry or something? No, Paul, I've not been to Lidl's. Uh, although I might go later. No, no, I've got something here. It's, uh, you know, something that you need to see. Oh, yes. What is it? Uh, looks like a bundle of papers. Well, don't tell me you've been writing uh, the great British novel or something, Martin. I didn't know you had pretensions of uh, uh, being a writer. No, Paul. It's not my book. It's uh, uh, a certain book. A certain book? Oh, look, give it to me. Let me have a look. Uh, a certain... What? The Shy Life Podcast, My Part in Its Success, by Yeti Uncle John. What? What? Is this the book? It most certainly is, Paul. Well, a first draft, at least. A first draft of the Yeti Uncle John book? I didn't realise he'd got so far. Oh, I don't know why he didn't just wait until he got out of chain jail to, to give it to me. Well, did this come in the post or something? No, Paul. It's under wraps. Uh, under wraps? I don't, I don't understand. It's been sneaked out of shame jail. Sneaked out of shame jail? When were you in shame jail? No, no, Paul. Oh, dear. I, I never really told you this because, well, I didn't want to worry you. And I didn't want you thinking that Yeti Uncle John might get up to something. OK. Yeah, well, uh, I have contacts in shame jail. Well, I have contacts in shame jail. Isaac and Declan. Uh, they're very busy boys. They've got a shame jail to run, plus two podcasts, plus using Twitch to stream computer games, uh, and, and plus their day jobs and various studies. Uh, they're, they're very busy. No, Paul. I don't mean Isaac and Declan. I mean, I've got, I've got people on the inside, like people on the same level as your Uncle John. Oh. Oh, what you mean... Other inmates? Exactly, Paul. You know, from my detective days. I've got informers. Informers? Yeah, well, I've, I've been paying them to keep an eye on your Uncle John to make sure that he doesn't do any stuff, you know, bad stuff, to keep him busy playing computer games and just doing innocent stuff, you know. Although your Uncle John always finds a way to twist even the most innocent thing into some money-making scheme. So it's been quite a difficult job. 
Uh, okay. Okay, let me take this all in. Um, so all this time, you've been p paying it in money. You shouldn't be paying out of your own money, Martin. Uh, if I'd have known, I I'd have helped out. It's all right. I've been paying in sweets. Paying in sweets? What, like treats and things? Exactly. Uh, Morris the Informer and his friend Raymond the Grass, they're both addicted to Smarties and to, uh, you know, dolly mixtures and wine gums and things like that. Morris the Informer and Raymond the Grass, is that your nickname for them? No, no, that's what they're known as. <laughs> OK. OK, let me run back. So the people you've had keeping an eye on Yeti Uncle John are known as informers and grasses. Uh, well, uh, but I'd be surprised if Yeti Uncle John didn't know that it was all going on. No, apparently not. He thought it was ironic. Okay. Okay, so, so what? Uh, Morris and Raymond, they've stolen this draft? Won't he have missed it? No, no, uh, no, it's your, you'll, uh, You'll, um, uh, <laughs> it's very clever. Now, uh, Morris, the informer, uh, and your Uncle John, they're quite into card games. So they were having, like, a, a crib tournament. Uh, and meanwhile, Raymond the Grass, uh, he'd found the, the, the draft script and he whisked it off to the library. He whisked it off? They have a photocopy in the library in, in Shame Jail. Oh, yeah, it's quite a nice one. Uh, and he copied it anyway. So this is a copy, and the original was returned. The Uncle John didn't know because uh, he was busy playing crib with uh, Morris, the informer. Okay, I don't know. I wish they had slightly better names, Morris and 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 and, uh, and Raymond. Their nicknames are a little bit crap, aren't they? But there we go. Sorry, I, I'm just thinking something like Raymond the Merciless or um, Morris the Mauler. That would be so much more exciting. Yeah, Paul, this is shame jail. It's not prison cell block age. All right, all right, I know. Anyway, you might want to have a look at this book. You, uh, you, you might want to get some of the others together. I think you'll find there's quite a lot of, uh, well, <laughs> quite a lot of um, misinformation, disinformation, outright lies, embellishments, uh, fantasy. What you're saying is this book is more of a work of fiction than it is an autobiography or, or biography or whatever. Exactly, Paul. Exactly. Well, I mean, to be fair, for him to have written this much, um, you know, I'm not really aware that he's done a lot of research other than that uh, thing with Nick, those questions with Nick. Uh, he hasn't talked to half of us anyway. Uh, the only way that he could have written this much is if he had made half of it up. Half of it, Paul? More like three quarters, well, no, more like uh, nine tenths. Oh, really? Okay. Um, gosh. Wow. So I'm going to have to read this, I suppose. Um, hmm. uh, should I start at the beginning? Uh, well, just dip in, really. You just need to work out what you're going to do about it. Yes, Martin, what am I going to do about it? You can't let them know that you've seen it. No, no, I don't want to do that. That would, uh, that would just complicate matters. But, 
something needs to be done about it. Hmm. Well, dip into page 73. Oh, okay. Uh, it says your name. Yeah, read it, read it. Oh, it's like a first-person testimony. That's right. And uh, so what, what, what are you meant to have been saying? Well, read it. All right, all right. My association with the Charlotte podcast uh, came after it had been going on for a year or more. Uh, but uh, my colleagues on the show uh, have become close friends and I've, uh, well, it really has transformed my life. But, uh, of course, it was here I met not uh, just one of my best friends, but someone I think of as an older brother, a mentor, a guide, a guru, uh, a gentleman known as Yeti Uncle John. If I hadn't have met Yeti Uncle John, I think that, well, my life would have been uh, a sadder, darker place. I've learned so much from this man. It's difficult to fully explain the amount of uh, lessons that this fine human being has uh, given me over the years that I've known him. Okay, and you said that? Uh, well, well, I actually said that about, uh, well, not, not just one person. I kind of said something very similar, but, it, but I was talking about you. And I was also talking about Cromarty. Oh, Martin. Well, you you two, particularly, I uh, feel I have learned a lot from. And, uh, you know, obviously I've worked a lot with Cromarty. Yeah, of course. But you said that about us and not Yeti Uncle John? Yeah, well, I think I said Yeti Uncle John was a nice guy. And uh, that he always ate my uh, chocolate chip cookies out of my secret jar that I have hidden, you know... <laughs> that I have hidden down in the lab. That was about it. Oh, dear. Okay, well, Martin, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Um, I guess this copy doesn't need to be returned. No, you can keep it because it's the copy, but, you know, don't leave it lying around. And once you get Uncle John's out of shame jail, perhaps it should be put under lock and key. Or, you know, give it to Bettina. Get it out of the house. Give it to Ick. Keep it on the spaceship somewhere. All right, yes, yes, uh, good point, good idea. Right, um, I'll, uh, I'll have a look at this, and uh, thanks. All right, Paul, I'll leave you to it. Thanks, Martin. Thank you. So uh, that was a day or two ago, and I have been reading um, the book. It's very much along the same lines as that passage that uh, uh, I was reading about Martin. And I'll tell you a bit more, but I think this is a good point to pause and maybe share with you, I don't know, a bit of Sutton Park, a quiz, um, a little bit of chat with somebody, some music. I'm not sure what yet, but... uh, Something will be coming up, and when I come back, I'll, uh, well, some of the regulars will be here, and we'll be sharing with you a few passages from the notorious um, uh, book, and uh, 
you'll you'll see exactly what we're dealing with. If you hadn't already uh, worked that out from uh, the, the the bit that uh, uh, we shared about Martin, anyway, have a listen to this, and I'll be back in a moment. Right. Better be off. Well, yeah, everyone else is gone. Except for those, do they stay? Do they stay? Hmm? Does the horn of any mummy stay? I don't know. You have to, of course, uh, Paul's lost his memory. Oh, you'll have to get used to it again, won't you? Anyway, um, it was nice meeting you again, Neil, eh? Yes, Lee. <laughs> Why are you protecting me? Lee, you're back. I, could, off tell, that, I could tell them. Up. I could, excuse Up. Listen here, you little tart. You say it another word. If you do not address me as Lee Freeman, there'll be hell to pay. I'll rip your bloody horn off and shove it up your ass. <coughs> nice to see you again, Lee. Piss off. Go on. <coughs> well, that, that's him gone then. Oops. Well, I suppose I ought to be off in a minute. Um, anything else? Anyone? Where are you all? What are you doing in there? What? Hey, wait! Wait, no, I was just talking to the, 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 the Horner and the Mummy. I was just talking to Horner and the Mummy. I, I told them all about the, um, you know, the, the, I, the bag. You're alright with them now, are you? Well, yes, now you've told There's a few things you ought to know about them. <laughs> what? Now, if I remember rightly, uh, Horner's real name, or one of his real names, apart from the Amphibian Man and Horrible Horner, is Andrew Reed. You, you ought to know about that. He used to be human, or at least he was sometimes, and he has a habit of shedding his skin. Mm. I'm not, although I'm not sure whether he can do that nowadays. Mm. It's all very complicated. You know, it's all regards uh, his creator uh, and his father, Dr. Von Helbent, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, talk about it. He, he's a bit sensitive about his skin, so don't. Oh, As for um, the mummy, well, you'll remember what I told you about yes, him. Yes. Yes. About um, the tree. But you won't go, will you? Not never, you never, never say banshee to him. Right. He gets a bit uh, frustrated. But when you, you, you won't go yet. You won't go until we've sorted out this head thing. Well, um, well, so you wait there. You oh, wait yeah. there. oh yes, the head thing. I've got to get rid of it. Well, um, um, you say someone. Uh, it's trying to implicate you in some sort of murder. I don't know if it's Basil. I don't, well, Basil's supposed to be helping me, but he, 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 it's been I mean, a bit, bit whiffy, isn't it? Oh, don't go in there. Don't, don't oh, get it out. Oh, please don't it's go in It's got bits of ganglion and, and oh, fuzziness. Please. It's disgusting. Oh. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Look, look, I'll come I'll with look you. after no, for no, you. No, I'm going to come with you. I want to see you bury it. Right. No, it's, you can trust me. No, wait. No, wait for me whilst I talk to these two. Oh. Can sit down? Do not worry, Paul. We will sort it out. It would seem that it is quite possible that you, for a start, I know you, you would not have killed this man, this the head that is in the bag. Whether it is the responsibility of Basil or the man called the controller, then, well, you may have been framed. But do not worry, we will help you now. Okay. Well, I just want to get rid of it all. I just want to, there's nothing to do with it anymore. I just want to forget. Don't you, don't, don't you worry. Don't worry, Paul. Anyway, well, we seem to have found Lee. I thought he was missing. I want to go have a word with him. You, you just talk to you, you two, just chat away, and then we'll, we'll go and help you sort you out burying this bloody awful thing. <coughs> Lee! So what, yes. what came of you then? Sorry? What came of you? Oh, heard um, there'd been some. We'd heard something about. You, well, we'd heard oh, some oh, nasty yes. things you about. Mean, being mean, when I nearly fell in the river, oh, um, when I did fall in the river, and I found some pipes and things, that's what you're talking yes, about. Yes, and we also heard something about you being attacked or something as well. That was attacked? 
I don't know, or being a, something, a lakes, or being, or disappearing at the lakes, or something. Oh, uh, There's no, some sort of no, attack no, there. No, I'm no, sure no. he heard it's it. It's just a load of old gossip. It's probably, I'll be talking to squirrels and things. They've probably been. No, I wouldn't pay any attention to squirrels. Oh. You know what they're like. Yeah. I mean, they're in the employ of that red thing that belongs to Backhoff, those uh. squirrels. They're, they're just a load of gossip mongers, I wouldn't pay any heed. Yeah, anyway, um, so, uh, how are things with you and Von Hellbent? Everything okay? Getting on with your dad now? Um. Uh, you put well, your troubles behind you a bit, Not exactly. I'd rather not talk about it at the moment. He's got some plans and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was wondering about that, because um, I was thinking, I mean, um, those pipes, uh, they contain sutonite. Uh, he, he's draining some sutonite off of his, uh, his uh, rocket, isn't he? He's, he's, he's got some other plans that he, he hasn't uh, indulged us well, in. I don't think we should talk about it too loudly at the moment. Well, it's just, um, I'm sure I heard you mention Operation Olden Gage. What? Operation Olden Gage. Does that sound vaguely familiar to you? Lee? Yes, Lee, that's me. Oh, um, there's uh, something I'd like to show you. What do you know about Operation Golden Gage? Olden Gage. Olden Gage. Olden Golden Gage. Age Nothing to do with uh, fruit or veg. Well, what do you know about this? What do I know about it? Well, I, I have my contacts. I, I know a, a few things. You're not Lee. You're back off. Yes, I'm back off. And I'll tell you something else, my friend. Look, look into my eyes. I am the master. You will obey me. I want you to kill someone for me. Kill someone for me! <laughs> you will remember nothing of this conversation. Nothing. What will you remember? Nothing. Except when the time is right. Nothing. When the time is right. When the time is right. Yes. Who is the master? You are. Good boy. Lee. Now. Everything okay? Hmm? Uh, yes, Lee. Yes. Yes, Lee. Um, so? Well, I shall leave you with Paul in your capable hands. Yeah, I mean, I'll see you soon, I don't okay? think that you'll need my assistance. I think I ought to... Mummy, I think we ought to be going. There are other things to do. Paul will be all right with Lee here. We'll go and see yeah. if we can find out about uh, Basil, maybe. Maybe we can look at some files and find out if he hmm. checks out. Yeah, you, you do that. Go on, in. Come on. Let's go. For the control of a turn. Uh, no, 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 you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. The door's that way. Well, it could go that way. Come on, Mummy. Things to be done. What? We must go. No, sure. Oh, very well. Yeah, he's uh, just just at the door there. What have we got? We're going to see if we can locate to find out who this Basil is. I know nothing about Basil. I saw him on the television, but I know very little about it. So don't don't indulge me. Mm. Just um. Well, look after Paul. Make sure we get rid of that head. Psst. It's me. What? It's me. Who? Me. Lee. Don't you recognise me? Lee. Wait a minute. Hello, Lee. See, it's me. Back on. Yes, it's me. What are you doing here? What is Lee? Well, I don't know. All I know is that he's missing and I'm taking the opportunity to fill his gap. You what do you mean you're... Pardon the expression. Paul? Uh, I... What? I said you remember that I have control of your banshee soul. The only reason why I'm telling you this is that I've got you on my side. Now, whenever I need you to uh, pass something on to Paul for me, you'll do as such, won't you? Yes, I have. Yes. I have no I will, choice. Or I will do Don't something nasty to your soul. Do not hurt him, though. David. Do not hurt Paul. 
All right. Don't have to hurt him. For he is in enough land. trouble as it is. Did and the control of overturn soon. Yes, well, I'm sure the control will take it. As far as I'm concerned, my, my, my main prerogative at the moment is to deal with that wretched brother of mine. He's got plans. Plans other than defeating the controller with us. Prerogative. I don't care about your interest in prerogative. You always liked those prerogative blondes, didn't you? I am leaving. I prefer strawberries, actually. Coming, Horner. You didn't do anything to Horner, did you? No. Very well. I will see you soon. He does seem a bit sleepy. Perhaps we've had a busy day. I will not tell Paul yet. You will not tell Paul a thing. But to remember. You will not tell Paul a thing. I am going. Not a sausage. Um, are you arguing? Hmm? Lee, were you arguing or something? Well, I wouldn't say it was an argument, just a difference of opinion. They're strange, those people, those amphibians. How did I meet them? They, oh, well, let's see. Um, the lame was telling me about and Now, the amphibian man, let's see now. Now, the amphibian man started off, this was long before you knew him, he was created by Dr. Von Helbin. Mm-hmm. However, a witch called Natalie uh, seduced him and his brother, Geoffrey. Oh, who, who was uh, the metallic man. Funnily enough. Oh, well, the metallic man, he was uh, dismantled by uh, von Hellbent, so who was his creator. You better tell uh, me, but we've got to get, get off into the woods and get rid of these, these berries. Can you tell me as we go along? Da- David was another one who was uh, seduced by the powers of Sutton Park, and as a result, he became this mummified cretin. Look, if we take this, you can tell us on the way. You can tell me all about Oh, my yes, life. of course, I've got about that. I can yeah. we learn my life? So much to remember. Come on, let's Come go. Ahead. Come on. I'm good to get out of here. Come on. Come on now. Come on. Oh God, do you think you that hole now? Come on. Come on now. Quick. Wake up now, won't ya? Come on. 
up on you being dropped to your bureau right now. Wake up. shall find the culprit. I can follow the scent. Mr. Crispin. Hi again, listeners. So we're, we're back. Yes, yes, we're back. Uh, so, um, since I last spoke to you, I've spoken to a number of the regulars, and I just wanted to give you examples of the kind of thing that Yeti Uncle John has put in the book. I have read it now from page to page, from cover to cover. Well, it doesn't have a cover, because it's just a photocopy, but you know what I mean. Um, so first up, you've heard what, you know, the whole Martin thing. Um, here's a bit of the book that, um... Uh, it's supposed to be something that Ick said, and then um, I, I actually spoke to Ick, uh, and, and, and so on. So uh, here we go. Of all the people that I've worked with on the Shadow podcast, your Uncle John is definitely the brains behind the show. I wasn't there day one, but your Uncle John was. In fact, it was him that came up with the idea for the show. He's done encouraging Paul to uh, start a podcast. Uh, and Paul had just not listened to him. It uh, was apparently the same with the Sutton Park show back in the 1990s. Although Yeti Uncle John was not available at the time to appear on the show, it was him that had encouraged Paul to begin the series and who... Uh, gave him the idea for his Beaches Broadcasting uh, sketch show. Uh, something which I don't think he's given full credit for. So, Ick, you've, um, you've heard that passage. Um, did you say any of those words at all? I most certainly didn't, Paul. I, I know from, you know, watching Southern Park and from talking with you that his uncle John was nowhere to be found. In the 1990s. He most certainly wasn't. And I certainly didn't believe him, although he did say that he uh, was the brains behind the starting of the podcast. I don't believe anything he says when he says things like that. But it does make me cross that he quoted me as saying what you read out. It somehow gives credence to uh, uh, that uh, mythology that he's created in his own little mind. I know, but we we know that's what he's like. Uh, we know that's what he's like. So, yeah, just to confirm, that's uh, definitely something that he has made up. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think I I think I might have said that Yeti Uncle John makes a nice hot chocolate. Uh, and also, on occasion... Uh, when he has the right ingredients, he makes a quite good uh, tequila sunrise. 
He is a good cocktail maker. Yeah, but that's nothing really to do with the podcast, is it? No, most certainly not. All right, thanks, Ick. That's okay, Paul. Oh, I'll have a word with him. Well, don't say anything too soon, because, um, yeah, we don't want him to know that we've seen the book. I've got to work out a strategy, and, uh, yeah, don't want to give ourselves away. Okay, Paul. Okay. All right. Next up, I spoke to Cromarty. Now, there was a part of the book um, where Cromarty got to speak uh, for a while. Um, and there was a quite lengthy chunk of the book uh, where Cromarty was quoted as saying various different things. Uh, for instance, the, this following passage. Oh, well, you know, Yeti Uncle John, he's a man with a vision. Uh, I really don't think the show would have got past the first ten episodes uh, if he hadn't have been involved. I'm pretty sure Paul would have lost interest and, you know, would have, I don't know, gone off and written more of those awful poems of his. Uh, but, uh, well, it, it really is testament to Yeti Uncle John's dedication that uh, the, the, the show continues to this day. Uh, and even... Um, during, you know, some of the 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 really uh, uh, awful times that he has gone through in the last six months or so, uh, he has still been leading the way from behind bars. I know Yeti Uncle John won't mind me saying this, although he won't say it himself. Uh, you know, the fact that he is in shame jail is a a it is a crime uh, in itself an injustice, and B, I will never forgive uh, Paul for not standing up and fighting more for him. And uh, it, it, you know, it is amazing. It is amazing that he has been able to keep, um, you know, an eye on the show, even from behind those awful bars. So, Cromarty, I know you and Yeti Uncle John have a very, you know, close friendship at times and I you know I know it's a bit one-sided I I really I I get that I get it's difficult the heart wants what the heart wants oh Paul hey you're not wrong so what I mean is I understand if you did say any of those things in that quote if you feel I didn't you know do as much as I could have done to support him I think you know that in a way I hoped that Shane Jail would Turn your uncle John into a better citizen, a better, you know, better person. I don't know really that that has happened, but I would understand if you felt that my uh, way of dealing with this wasn't the way that you would have dealt with it. Well, Paul, you know, to a certain extent, uh, you know, I am very protective of your uncle John, but I know that is my heart, you know, making me do these things, making me feel this way because. I always hoped that there would be more between us. Uh, when you kind of have feelings for somebody, you'll forgive them anything. Uh, and I know that Uncle John does take advantage of me, of, of everyone. But, you know, we all love him, don't we? Yeah, we love Yeti Uncle John, as much as he drives us crazy. But, but you've got that extra connection. I, I have. So I would love him not to have had to go through this in a way, but in another way... I understand what 
do you think what you what you've said about it helping him and as you said i don't know that it has yeah well uh it has at least kept him off the streets yes paul he has done that difficult difficult um but anyway uh, uh anything else in that quote that you, you said i i i understand well no paul i did not say that i just did not say any of those things i would never have spoken as candidly uh even if i had thought some of those things i would not have said anything uh you know against you because i know you know i know what he is like i know he drives us all of of our of our rockers <laughs> yeah he does um uh so what sort of thing did you say oh well you know i uh i guess i think i said um you know, you know yeti uncle john is uh somebody i have spent a lot of time with i got to know him really well uh, the good and the bad and sometimes you know there is more bad than good but uh i i probably said that i uh, i think he thinks a lot of himself um and that's kind of one of the reasons that i like him so much he makes me laugh his arrogance his uh candor and his you know enthusiasm uh it's the these are the qualities that i have well i fell in love with to a point and uh oh, you know but i would never have said anything negative not about you or any of my friends on the show and there's quite a lot of staff isn't there how long did you speak for or um did he interview you or i sent him a very brief voice memo saying what i just told you and and not a lot else so anything else he said you know there's a whole chapter written from my point of view or quoting me i did not say any of those things absolutely not uh, well thank you uh, thank you cromarty um yeah dear oh dear what are we going to do about him i don't know paul i i don't know this book can't go into print with so much fantasy in it oh, gosh oh dear oh dear oh dear um listeners next up i spoke to patina um in a way you know i'm kind of glad that she's taking it all so well because she could have been quite cross about some of the things that he put down in the book in her name but anyway as you'll see she she kind of found it funny oh paul oh what a card he's such a card he just makes things up <laughs> it amuses me uh, yeah i i can see how you know you could find it funny or amusing but i think a lot of us find it kind of annoying or upsetting oh dear well uh, uh, it's just getty uncle john's way well yes it's getty uncle john's way um but uh, that doesn't mean it's the right way well, you know what about this passage if i was 20 years younger i can see myself you know he is a very attractive man. I mean, of course, you know, he, he, he's, a, he's a gadabout. Uh, it would be very difficult to date a man like Yeti Uncle John. He, he, 
you know, uh, he walks into a room and he takes over. He, he's like a, a, a golden light suddenly emerging and people just turn and look. Um, and, you know, as much as, uh, you know, I've, I've had, well, a, a bit of a checkered romantic past in the last few years, um, uh, I, with, with Yeti Uncle John, I, I knew that uh, I just could not compete. I never approached him. I never, um, I never flirted with him. Well, I probably flirted with him. I flirt with most people, but uh, I knew nothing would come of it. And uh, we are friends, but uh, we would never be the lovers that I would have liked us to have been. Don't you think that's outrageous, Bettina? Claiming that you were in love with him, you know, pretty much. Well, <laughs> I won't deny that... <laughs> I won't deny that in my fantasies, well... Oh, Bettina, surely not. No, well, you know, he has that uh, rough... Ooh, that rough quality, that sort of, oof, down to earth. I, well, you know, <laughs> you yetis, you uh, do have, you do have a way, you do have ways about you. So what was it you actually said? Well, uh, I, I may not have given quite as much away, but um, I think, I think that... Uh, I, 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 quite a lot of what was said, I did say. All right? Bettina. He's embellished it a bit. Yes. Pick that dream sequence. Oh, that, that bit was awful. Oh, Paul, it was, <laughs> I, well, you know. Uh, listeners, um, there was a section in this interview with Bettina where, uh, like a dream sequence, where... She sort of imagined, supposedly, an encounter with Yeti Uncle John. No, he did quite a good job there. It was, it was quite racy. Worthy of Jackie Collins. Well, uh, I don't know what to say, Bettina. No, what, what I will say is that he definitely embellished things. and uh, But I was kind of flattered by it. But I know a lot of people wouldn't be. You know, uh, my heart is with another person these days so it's never been anything more than a you know a fantasy in my head occasionally after a few gin tonics but I can't deny that some of those feelings you know yet Uncle John just well he's got it he has it he he uh you know we we never were we never will be I'm sure but uh well maybe it's the most accurate chapter in that book Maybe it is, Patina. I don't know. I just think you're taking it very well. Oh, I read that dream sequence every night before I go to bed, ever since I've received that chapter. Patina, oh, for goodness sakes. You're worse than... You're worse than... Nick Goodman. Oh, Nick and I are fellow romantics. Oh, yes, we... We, uh, we exist on a romantic plane where we, everything is a... Oh, you know, a, a, a beautiful... A beautiful dream, a vision of, of loveliness, and it's just that you know, we're on opposite ends of the scale. I, I, I have little fantasies about beautiful men, and he has fantasies about beautiful women. But 
Uh, well, sometimes I have fantasies about beautiful women too. But uh, anyway, don't need to get into this now. Okay, but you know, it's absolutely cool and great and wonderful. I, as long as you're not upset by what he wrote, you're about the only person who isn't. Oh, Paul, I'm fine. Absolutely fine. So she was fine. Um, so Ick and Martin and, uh, and Cromarty and Bettina, uh, the, I, I spoke to some of the others, but they, they weren't mentioned as much. But have a listen. Um, Albert, did you say the following? Yeah, Uncle John is like a father to me, far much more than Paul has ever been. He has taught me stuff like, like picking flowers in the woods. And to the point where I can identify them by name. I even know the Latin names for these plants. And that's all we're getting Uncle John's doing. Albert, did you say any of that? No, Paul. I don't think I've ever been on a walk with Yeti Uncle John. Uh, I didn't know I did once. He got lost. We had to use Google Maps to find us back. We were only about 100 metres away from your flat. Oh, gosh. Right. Thanks, Albert. Uh, Charlie, uh... Did you ever say anything like this when talking with your Uncle John? You know, uh, there is only one person I know who knows more about pies, and that is Yeti Uncle John. Uh, I did not know him before uh, the recording of the podcast, but, you know, uh, it has been a great lesson, quite a humbling one, to find out there are people who know more about a subject than you do. I'm still the most knowledgeable bear uh, who knows about pies in Belaguria. Uh, but in the world, it's Uncle John, he knows more. Uh, Charlie, did you say that? I most certainly did not. I most certainly did not. There's nobody who knows more about pies than me. I don't think I've ever even discussed pies with your Uncle John. He's eaten a few of mine. He never brings pies in return. It's very much a one-way friendship with pies. But uh, no, he does not know more than me. He likes eating them. I encourage it. But uh, yes, uh, no, I never said he knew more than me. And uh, he, he still hasn't paid me for that uh, big vat of belly button fluff tea that I sent him either. He promised me he would pay me. Uh, yes, he's a, he's, a, he's a rogue. He's a rogue. He, he is a rogue. Charlie, I, I'm sorry. No, uh, it's nothing more than I expect. <laughs> yeah, well, you could be right there. Uh, Tallulah, did you say anything uh, like this concerning Yeti Uncle John? Oh, my darling. Uh, well, you know, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, I've never met somebody who dressed so finely. He uh, He's such a handsome dresser. He, he just cut such a debonair figure. And uh, not only that, but his interest in music, uh, I find extraordinary. And his knowledge. Uh, we have been to quite a number of performances together. And, you know, he's always full of trivia and knowledge. And he plays it down. He's very humble with it. But, you know, what a, what a clever man. What a clever, handsome man. Tallulah, did you say anything about that? Oh, my darling, no. Uh, I mean, he, he's a funny man. He has good banter. 
but mostly, you know, we have been to one or two performances, but he, as far as being debonair, he turned up in, in tracksuit bottoms and a, a, and a T-shirt with a hole in it. So, you know, I had to tell him to keep his coat on because we probably would have been thrown out of the opera house. Oh, dear. I'm sorry, Tallulah. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, so thank you. My pleasure. Um, August, did, um, did your Uncle John interview you for his book? Did, did you say anything like this? Oh, well, you know, I, I haven't known your Uncle John that long, but since I have come to live in the house, uh, I would say it was him who encouraged me in my art. Um, in fact, he bought me some of the best paints that I've been using. Uh, and he also encouraged me to, 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 to source material from, from nature. You know, to paint with mud and to paint with bark and, 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 and like make concoctions of colours. And uh, he's very forward thinking, is Yeti Uncle John. He's really quite innovative. Sorry, yes, I can never say that word. He's, uh, well, he's quite a visionary. So, uh, August, uh, did, did you say anything uh, like that? Oh, no. No, I did not. The nearest I've done art with uh, Uncle John was some finger painting. He wasn't very good. Got everywhere. <laughs> well, thank you. Nick, I'm terribly sorry about all this. Um, oh, yes, yeah, Uncle, Uncle John. Yeah, I mean... Oh, we were, uh, to be all honest. The, all those questions you answered for him, uh, um, I don't think he used a darn bit of it. Uh, uh, he was just. I think that was just him sort of... The main thing is it's recorded for posterity. Well, yeah, it? he made that's, a... That, that's the essential yeah, thing. I'm quite chuffed that um, it's out there. But um, has he... Uh, it, do you think he'll be um, sort of publishing a retraction? You know? well, well, it's not published yet, and we're not going to allow it to be published. No. Um, to be honest, uh, he doesn't know that we've seen the first draft. Oh. Um, uh, um, I, I, we, we sort of... Uh, my, one of my contacts... Uh, got hold of a, a copy um, which he'd been writing whilst he'd been uh, in shame jail. So um, I, I have a plan. Uh, uh, one way or another, it's not going to... I'm not having him taking the, the credit for everything about the Charlotte podcast. Um, I can't think of what he, he would have distorted, though, because, I mean, there's, there's nothing particularly spectacular that I, that I said. No, but he's sort of... He's misquoted you. Well, not even misquoted, he's just... You know, some of the others, uh, he, he's had them say, oh, yes, yes, Uncle John, you know, he wouldn't be where we are. You know, it's just, just, it's just a, a complete ego. Um, has he thing. done this before? I think he has. Well, he's done things before. Uh, it's not, it's no surprise. Uh, <laughs> he, he has a, he has a very high opinion of himself. Uh, but, uh, I, I, it's, I, I think that, you know, people, people like that are, terribly inadequate and disappointed so uh, I, I, I forgive him but uh, I, I think we need a few stern words with him yeah well um, we'll see how it goes because I'm hoping uh, that maybe I'll make a few changes to the 
the text without him realising. So we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that we wouldn't be publishing anything, uh, or he wouldn't be. I wouldn't be allowing him to publish anything, um, which is so inaccurate. Uh, uh, anyway, that's all right. It's hey, we live and learn. Uh, you did warn. I think you did warn me that um, he might not be the most reliable of interviewers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, um, I'll see what I can do. Okie dokie. So, uh, there you go. Now, gosh, so, uh, I think the, the last two sections I want to read you, listeners, um, one's by me, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, I, I'd never said any of this. Uh, and then there's one from your Uncle John, which I guess, uh, well, it, it's fact because he thinks it's fact. Okay, have a listen to these these two uh, paragraphs. Uh, listen to the Yeti Uncle John one first. Well, you know, uh, he he's quite, uh, you know, a, a wonderful situation to know you've created something like the Charlotte podcast. I know I don't get the credit I'm, I'm due, but, uh, you know, for it to still be running, uh, you know, five and a half years after it started, uh, nearly 500 episodes... Yeah, it's quite something. It's quite an achievement, and uh, you know, one that uh, you know, I have to thank my team, obviously, uh, Comity and uh, Ick and uh, uh, and Martin and uh, uh, oh, Paul, Paul, I suppose, and, and all the special guests we've had over the years. But uh, it was obviously quite difficult to arrange to get some of these people involved in the show. Uh, I had to speak to Toppy Smelly, you know, really implore him to take part because. Uh, you know, he's a mastermind of the Smellcast uh, and Lotzel and uh, the shows he's involved in. You know, it's quite a step down to appear in something like the Sherlock podcast. But I, I spoke to him, I said, Toppy, come on, Paul's a mate of yours. You've got to encourage him. You know, he needs to see how the big boys work. And, uh, to, and to be fair, he did that. He's been a good friend, this Toppy, to me. Sometimes I feel like Toppy is actually probably more my friend than he is Paul's. He's just kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we talk about podcast stuff. But but Toppy and I, we have a real connection. A real connection, like a proper friendship connection. And, uh, yeah, so uh, some of the people I've met through podcasting, it's been, it's been great. But, uh, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, um... Yeah. I, to have somebody like your Uncle John in your own family is it, it it's a gift it's, it's a gift that not many people have I mean uh, you know no, you're lucky if an average family has one member that's like a true visionary or, or dare I say so a genius um, you know families have people in them that have their talents but this is beyond talent your Uncle John has has uh, it really is? Uh, I I don't know how to describe it. It's like a sort of ah uh, uh, um. Uh, it, well, I think as you can tell, I'm not, I'm I'm not that genius. So I haven't got the words. But Yeti Uncle John is a beyond genius level, uh, and to have him in my own family and to have not realised for so many years or being you no. Know, 
you know, pottering around doing doing things and uh, doing my own things or uh, he was always there though he would always sort of encourage me or he'd he, he and I never appreciated him but I've come to appreciate him so much so much hitting Uncle John is he's the, the number one person I, don't, I mean not just in my family I mean in the world there's just nobody like him I mean you hear people say that uh, I don't know the great Elvis um Marilyn Monroe, I don't know, Paul McCartney. There are so many of them, but they're not Yeti Uncle John. They're not Yeti Uncle John. But he is underappreciated. But I appreciate him. It's hard not to when you you are so close to somebody, but it's, it's a crying shame. But hopefully in the next few years, his name will rise and he'll be he'll be better known. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm determined to help help that. He's, gosh, he's, he's a one in a billion... Billion, billion, billion. <laughs> I can't say enough positive things about him. I love that man. I love him. I love him. He really is. Number one. Number one. I didn't say any of that, listeners. I mean, I do I do love him as a member of my family. He certainly makes life interesting. But I wouldn't use the word genius. <laughs> well, maybe I would. But not in a good way. A genius for... I don't know. For doing naughty stuff. <sighs> anyway. Look, um, I have a plan and I'm going to be working on it, but I think I need you to uh, listen to a uh, a clip of something, maybe a chat or a quiz or, or some part clip again. So we'll do that when we come back. I'll, I'll tell you what I did. Um, yeah. Okay, have a listen. Hey, Big Fatty, it's me, Paul the Shoyetti. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, you? Uh, well. Well? Uh, I'm good. Good. Glad to hear you are. Yes. At least I hope you are. Yes. Um, and you, Poodle? I'm good. Yes, good. lovely. Well, uh, today I'm out and about. Oh, out and about. In a place called Richmond Park. Yes. Which is not that far from where I live. Oh, um, okay. Although I had to get a one train. A what? And the then... Train? Leave okay. the station and Ooh. get on a bus. Oh, a train and a bus. All the way up to, well, very close to a gate that a I could gate? enter this lovely park. Oh, yes. And because my mobility isn't so great these days, oh, I need as easy a journey as possible, really. My oh. energy is pretty low these what days as well. Um, is, there, is there a problem? Yeah, I don't want to wear myself off before I even get oh, yes, I uh, understand. where I'm heading. Yes, so yes. It is. A lovely sunny day. Oh yes! In mid October. Yes. And uh-huh. I've come here really to relax. Uh, just you know, take some photos. Photos. Um, record a bit of the podcast. How about five toes? Uh, I just want to sort of you know, enjoy the. I uh, I mean, I've gone out so rarely to yes. do something that is for myself, something nice. I understand. I was going to work, and that became a strain, and that's my news. I'm no longer working. Oh! I've left the library. Yeah, oh! I'm managing on savings, and I'm training, Oh! hopefully, to do a job yes. that I can do from home. Oh, lovely! Because I couldn't keep on with the long commute yeah. oh, that yes, I was doing. Uh, yeah. Plus, the library I worked in was not oh. the nice place it used to be. Oh! Well, the college wasn't. The library was still nice. Yes! Uh, there was a lot of bullying going on. Time a lot of really awful people 
and it wasn't doing my health any good. So, oh no! Yeah, bang, gone, right. So, bye bye. Uh, my new life is bye, Felicia. Tra- training, um, maybe to be a proofreader, a proofreader. Doctor um, Stone can help with that. Maybe moving back to my hometown to be closer to my parents because oh, they're not they're lovely. Then they're not so young, late seventies. No, my dad's in his early eighties. They're both fine. Sometimes uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. They're probably more fit than I am, but oh dear. anyway, it would be better to live closer to them. So I'll probably be selling my flat uh-huh. in the next year. Yes. Uh, it means I'm also going to be close to my friend Nick. He's one of my best friends. Is that and young a number Nicholas? of other people who live in my hometown still. Uh-huh. So I've got a better support network. Yes. And Dealey and Toby will be coming too. Lovely. Basically, where we live, uh-huh. it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's... It was great when I used to rush into London either for work or for social stuff, but yes. living what I do now is just uh, horrible, not good. Okay, well, um, sounds like retirement. So, I mean, one of the good things is that I am so close, mm. relatively close to these beautiful places like yes. Hampton Court Palace and uh, Richmond Park. Only took a but, train uh, and a bus. Anyway, yes. I've waffled on far too long, so I need to go. Oh. Hopefully okay. I'll be sending you more regular messages, but I did say I'd tell you my news, and that's my news. That's l- I'm not exactly retired, but I'm not exactly news. working. Uh-huh. Doing the podcast, that's my job at the moment. Well, right. Anyway, right, I hope you're both okay. Yes. I'm going to enjoy this park. I have to be careful, because yes. I can't run out of energy. I still have to get home. Yes! But, uh, so, yeah, I need to pace yes. myself. I've got, I've got my lunch with me, so, yeah. Oh, Okie dokie. Is that Speak Squeaky Kitty? Bye for now. Yeah, I guess y'all that, of course, is Paul the Shy Yeti. And, uh, Paul, thank you so much for the call. Always lovely to hear from you. Big Freddy, it did sound like Squeaky Kitty in the background. They did. Uh, but, uh, uh, Paul, congratulations on uh, your departure from, from the job. I, I think that uh, you've got your priorities straight. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you say you're moving uh, back to your your hometown, uh, uh, so you can be close to the hats, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, if, if need be, they can help take care of you as well, oh, yes, Big Fatty, they can make porridge or something, oh, oh, dear, Gussie, uh, uh, homemade scones, or, a uh, Big Fatty, or maybe some mushy peas, oh, but, uh, anyway, and, uh, uh, seriously, Dr. Stone can, uh, uh, uh talk you, talk to you about that copywriter, uh, you, you know, especially uh, if you're going to be at your very own uh, bowl scraping, uh, <clears throat> almond crunching uh, establishment. Big Freddy. Hello again, uh, listeners. Martin's here, uh, and, and Cromarty. Uh, Ig, unfortunately, isn't. He's having to rest up. So close, so close to, uh, you know, the big day. So. Um, Yes, yes, he's resting. Uh, he sends his apologies. Yes, I, I didn't want to disturb August, but um, yeah, I just wanted to sort of tell you what I I have done. Uh, Martin, you know you said you didn't need me to return the manuscript. Is there any chance that Raymond and Morris could substitute the original with a slightly doctored version, a slightly doctored draft. I, I probably should have said, I don't think I have said, um, that the manuscript is typed on an old-fashioned typewriter. I mean, in itself, the fact that uh, it's Uncle John has typed, physically typed on a typewriter is kind of amazing. 
Uh, yeah, well, I would like to say that uh, uh, I don't think he actually typed. I think uh, Morris and uh, Raymond did a lot of the typing with him standing over them. Oh, oh, OK, well, that kind of, that kind of figures, really, doesn't it? OK, uh, so, so anyway, um, could, could they substitute the, the manuscript? Yeah, I, I think that could be done. I, I think we want to get rid of all trace of this draft, but I have been working quite hard, and particularly, well, I I didn't have to use a typewriter. I found um, on my computer you could choose a font that looks like it's been typed on a, uh, a typewriter. I still had to type the whole bloody thing up, which took ages. And, and I did do the typing. I wasn't standing over somebody. So you should have asked Eek. He's got so many tentacles, he could have typed like mad. No, 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 no. So, so what have you done, Paul? I've kind of taken a lot of the, the rubbish out. I mean, it is quite... It is a slightly skinnier document, but only slightly, because I, you know, I've added... I've corrected factual inaccuracies. Um, I have tried to set the record straight, and I've tried to take the fact... But the whole Shy Love podcast doesn't revolve around Yeti Uncle John. Try to give everyone credit for their part in the show, from the, the, the you know the guests that only appeared once to people like Toppy and Nick who have appeared in many episodes. I've tried to put it in a more chronological order. Uh, but won't he realise, won't he notice that there's so many changes? I've been very careful, very clever. I've mainly kept to his structure, but I've also shifted things around so much that it's almost a totally different book. But I'm hoping he won't notice. I've managed to keep a lot of things in there that pander to his ego. Well, that is very important. It's very important, yes. I'm hoping the things I've put, um, and I've included, you know, Bettina did say some truly uh, shocking, but uh, true, from her point of view, comments um i mean yeah some of the ladies seem to love yeti uncle john one way or another they like a bad boy they like a bad boy yes we like a bad boy oh yes it's not just the ladies from a tea um so listeners i think that's about all we've got time for i hope you've enjoyed this episode uh i wanted you to kind of know what we were dealing with what was going on Martin, please pass our thanks to Raymond and Morris and uh, and thank them again for getting the uh, the this well, you know, getting this manuscript back. Do you want me to actually throw it away, the original, burn it? Uh, maybe that's going too far. Just you know, we've got our copy, and uh, just bring the original back here. We'll stick it in Ike's ship, and if 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 our cover is blown then we'll just have to give it back to him. But he's not going to publish that. I'll, I'll get my lawyers onto him. He'll, he'll end him back in chain jail. I'm hoping we won't have to do that. But I'm hoping that if he forces the issue, then, you know, there is some criteria to him leaving shame jail that if he r- repeat offends within six months or something, he'll be straight back in there. But I'm hoping we can just smooth things over move on and uh, not uh, not that this is the end of 
that, that we can get away with it, but we'll have to see. All right, Paul, we'll do that. I think it's for the best, Paul. It's the only thing to do. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Anyway, listeners, we'll be back again soon. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. You take care. And, uh, yeah, plenty more episodes in the can. Big things are going to be happening. So, uh, yeah, all right. Okay, bye for now. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, hi, Martin. So, uh, did, did they make the switch? They did. Um, I have the original first draft. The uh, new version of the first draft has uh, been, uh, you know, put in its place. And, uh, yeah, uh, I made sure that Raymond and uh, Boris have been suitably uh, reimbursed. Uh, very, you know... Plenty of wine gums and dolly mixtures and uh, Smarties. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Martin. Let me know if I owe you anything. No, 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 it's fine. It's uh, my pleasure. I'll make sure you get the original uh, next time I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess the next stage is seeing whether Uncle John notices that uh, there are changes. Uh, uh, It's a dodgy thing. It's... I just, I just hope we can get away with it. I hope so, Paul. It's difficult to say, but I hope so too. Oh, gosh. Right, well, oh, I can hear the theme music playing, so I'd better say goodbye. All right, Paul. Uh, yeah, speak to you again soon. Speak to you again soon, Martin, and thank you for all your help, and thanks to Raymond and uh, Morris. No problems, Paul. Bye for now. Bye, Martin. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, (laughs) what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hello, Paul. It's me, your Uncle John. Hi, ah, Uncle John. How are you? Uh, how are you doing? Are you, are you excited about nearly being released from chain jail? I hope you're behaving yourself. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Being a, a model citizen, a, uh, yeah, a, good, uh, a good inmate. Uh, yeah, counting down the days. I bet you'll miss some of your friends. 
Oh, oh well, yeah, I mean, I've got so many of them here. But, uh, you know, it's difficult. Once you leave shame jail, it's best not to hang out with, with your fellow inmates too much because, you you know, uh, oh, well, you know, this, it, 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 it could lead to bad things. I know. I, uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of some of the names of your, uh, your fellow uh, inmates, your, your best pals. Wasn't it? Uh, oh, uh, k- 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 um, uh, oh, Maurice. Uh, oh, Maurice. Yeah, Maurice Raymond. Oh, oh, there's, there's others. I've had sort of roommates and stuff as well. Uh, I just wondered. Uh, uh, you know, there must be a lot going on. You know, you have to a lot of hours to fill your, your time. And have you been working on your book? Um, well, yes, yes, I actually finished the first draft. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Would you be sharing it with us? Oh, uh, not yet, uh, uh, but I, 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 I just need to do a second draft first. But uh, when I come out, uh, I guess it's something you, you sort of put in a drawer and forget about and, and then come back to. Oh, no, no, with me, it's a working document. I look at it every day. Oh, you've you've been looking at it... Every day, like like today, for instance. Yes, yes, I was reading through it. I was surprised. It's funny how you forget what you've written, how time passes. And yeah, there were a few things I didn't uh, remember writing, but uh, it's, it's weird. Uh, things you might change? Oh, no, uh, no, I was very impressed with it. There's it, it a style to it that I didn't, uh, I didn't remember having. I was very impressed with myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, yeah. Funny, funny. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Right. Well, I, I, I better let you go. Yes, I've uh, got to have a short call today. I've, I've got a, a, a fortnight championship with the boys later. Uh, well, you know, uh, it's a little bit hush-hush, so... Get to Uncle John, don't get into trouble. No, no, it's fine. I think Isaac might even be taking part. Well, it's not that hush-hush then, if Isaac's involved... I didn't think he liked Fortnite. Well, no, he likes puzzle games, but I promised we'd do a cryptic crossword together afterwards. But uh, All right, well, Shame Jail seems to have uh, all kinds of rules. I, I don't uh, I, I don't presume to understand <laughs> them, but uh, all right. Okay, I'll speak to you again soon. Oh, yeah, speak to you again soon, Paul. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, oh, you, you're going to like this book when you get to read it? I'm sure I will. Right, bye now, Yeti Uncle John. Bye, Paul. Goodbye. Listeners, we might have got away with it. He actually thought the stuff that I, um, you know, that I have typed was him. So, uh, I bet he half of it, he just typed, not thinking, so he can't actually remember what he wrote. He hasn't noticed, unless he's pretending. Could he be pretending? Could, could it be a double bluff? He knows what I've done? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully not. Well, we'll see, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I wrote more about myself in this... Uh, it's weird. It's funny how you write these things. and Yeah. I don't understand. It's very well written, though. I do like it. I suppose I could insert a few... No, there does need to be a second draft, but... Yeah. I'm sure there was a sentence here, but... Oh, never mind. No, I'm just imagining it. I'm sure... 
I'm just a bit tired, I think. Oh, I need to have a nap. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. A genius like me. You do have to have some downtime sometimes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Raymond, Maurice, where are you? I could do with a cappuccino. Raymond, Mar uh, Raymond, Maurice? Where are they? Where have they gone? Oh, I don't know. Just can't get the staff. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. You know what I'd really like to do is get some of that hair off him and then get a sweater, a, 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 a Yeti hair sweater. <laughs> do you think he's mine? I do. Yeesh, I hope that shy Yeti bathed today. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> huh. He's not all that shy as bright. Four hundred, 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 four hundred